Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. In the waters of baptism, we have passed over from death to life with Jesus Christ, and we are a new creation. For this saving mystery and for this water, let us bless God, who was, who is, and who is to come. We thank you, God, for your river of life flowing freely from your throne through the earth, through the city, through every living thing. You rescued Noah and his family from the flood. You opened wide the sea for the Israelites. Now in these waters you flood us with mercy, and our sin is drowned forever. You open the gate of righteousness, and we pass safely through. In Jesus Christ, you calm and trouble the waters. You nourish us and enclose us in safety. You call us forth and send us out. In lush and barren places, you are with us. You have become our salvation. Now breathe upon this water and awaken your church once more. Claim us again as your beloved and holy people. Quench our thirst, cleanse our hearts, wipe away every tear. To you our beginning and our end, our shepherd and our lamb, be honor, glory, praise, and thanksgiving, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Now it's time for our children's message. I love how the Holy Spirit works. I had many options of what I was going to talk about today, sticking with the theme of how do we keep Easter going through the Easter season? And I decided today I'm going to talk about prayer. And then we get the first reading, which talks about the power of prayer, says it right there. So we've made it halfway through Easter, and we've talked about reading the story, telling the story, We've talked about dressing in your Easter best. So prayer, how do we keep prayer in Easter joy? How, how are those two connected? And I, there's a lot of different ways to pray, and I think we pray for different things in different ways. So when we think about the joy of Easter, how do we pray for that joy? Not often do we really pray in Thanksgiving. And that's, that's human of us. Very much we pray when we want or need, or when someone else wants or needs. And so this week, I think we should all take the time to not say don't pray for your wants and your needs, but also take the moment to pray for your joys. And what are those things you've been blessed by, by the resurrection? What is the happiness that Easter brought you that you can continue to keep and bring through. So I ask that everybody this week take time to think about the joy of Easter and pray in thanksgiving of that joy. However you pray, if you pray out loud, if you pray in a group, if you pray by yourself in silence, just pray. Pray for that joy. Let's pray together. 
Dear God, thank you. Thank you for the resurrection. Thank you for your son and the cleansing of our spirits that he does. Bring us joy in this week and let us acknowledge that joy to you. Amen. Jesus responds to questions about his identity with a remarkable claim that he and the Father are one. Those who understand this are his sheep. They hear his voice, follow, and will never be snatched from his hand. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me. But you do not believe, because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Uh, some of you in town who have dogs have tried to get your dogs groomed recently, and if you, if you try to get them groomed at PECO, uh, there's a waiting list of about six, seven months, and I'm serious, literally seven months to, to get a slot. Now, maybe you have other dog groomers that, that you go to where you can get your dog groomed, but uh, Corbin never got groomed last year because there was the same, you know, COVID delay. And, and his appointment got uh, canceled in the winter. So being uh, one of those who, who believes that I can Google anything and do anything, don't ever need heart surgery around me, because I'll Google it. Uh, I, I watched YouTube videos on how, to, how to, to groom an Australian shepherd. And I ordered the correct shears. They do come in purple. And, and I figured I can groom the dog myself. Okay. Corbin looks like a badly sheared sheep right now. And I love him anyway, and fortunately he loves 
me anyway, and, and I can enjoy having him around. But because Corbin's a bit squirmy, uh, and, I, and I don't have you know those nice a nice groomer table with a nice groomer sling and a nice number of years of experience. I kind of hacked off his hair and then I thinned it and then I hacked off other spaces when I had access to it and then I thinned it. I hacked off other spaces. So if you see him, mean, he really does look like a badly sheared lamb right now. But I got this whole pile of hair uh, coming from it and. I thought about, wow, he must feel a lot cooler now. Uh, all of that keeps him warm. That's what the double, you know, the double coat is for. That's what a lamb's coat is for. That's what we do with the lamb's wool when we shear it, right? We make, we make clothing out of it. We make things, to, or blankets, or whatever. We make things to keep us warm. And so much language in Revelation is, is talking about having our robes washed in the blood of the lamb, being clothed in the blood of the lamb, and, and this, this lamb imagery. And sometimes we think about the, the uh, shepherding piece, perhaps, of the, the, uh, the lambs. Lambs, that's a plural, or is it lamb? I don't know, what's the plural of lamb? Lamb, thank you. Um, and forget to focus on what is it that, that they offer? What is it that they give? They give warmth. Which in some cases is survival, is security. is security knowing I can make it through the night, I can make it through the winter. They also provide meat and um, can also get other, other products from them, but right now I'll just focus on, on the, the wool. Jesus answers the question, tell us plainly. Well, just so you know, this comes right after the passage where he heals on the Sabbath and some people are, wow, he healed, he must come from God. And others say he healed on the Sabbath. How, you know, how could he come from God? And others say, well, how could he heal if he didn't come from God? Would God let that happen with somebody who didn't come from God? And people are debating and understanding and misunderstanding and struggling. Depending on what we have to gain or lose, we may fall in a different place in that group when we're reading the passage or when we're encountering Jesus. And, and when he responds, I it's funny that he says, I have told you, I've, you know, they say, tell us plainly. He says, I have. Whereas in scripture, Jesus uses parables, he uses metaphor, he often responds to a question with a question, um, but he has, and he says, I have through my works. My works testify to me. You have seen my works, you've been watching these works. In some cases, you've been begging me to come to perform these works. In some cases, you've been fed by these works. These works have provided healing for you. So if, if that's not telling you plainly, 
I don't know what is. But he also says, you don't understand because you're not my sheep. Which, be really aware of the order there. You don't understand because you're not my sheep. Not you can't be my sheep because you don't understand. Right? What he's saying is when, when you are my sheep, you will understand. It's not, it's not a challenge, something that you have to try to accomplish. Those who are my sheep will understand. It's a matter of allowing ourselves to be claimed. Because Jesus is what, what God gave me. No one can snatch away. That means you. Then our baptism. We are given into Jesus' care, right? No one can snatch it, us, away from God. No one. Nothing can snatch us away from God. We are claimed by Christ. And whenever we resist, resist what we know better, resist clothing others, because we are the lambs now that will go and clothe others, and in many cases, very literally, right? That's an ongoing uh, Christian theme throughout 2,000 years is clothing others, feeding others. We are behaving as God's sheep. But he doesn't say you're only my lambs or you're only, you're only sheep of my fold when you do these. Because those who are my sheep will understand. They will hear my voice and they will understand. Let it happen. That's all we're being asked to do is let go of the demanding clarity, demanding that Jesus follow our rules, demanding that Jesus set boundaries where we want them set, heal whom we want, heal when we want, attend to us when we want, and ignore us when we want. Letting go of those efforts to try to be or try to understand or try to somehow get, get Jesus into neat packaging. Because Jesus doesn't fit into neat packaging. We both talk about him as the shepherd and the lamb. The lamb who feeds us with his very self. That's the act, the act that calls us to understand. I will do anything to claim you, anything, including feeding you with my very self. You are claimed. You can't be taken away. What you can do is, is resist. And if you look at a flock, okay, 
I've only ever looked at sheep at, you know, like the petting zoo. Um, but, but I've seen pictures and read stories. If you look at a flock, they can follow each other, right? They eat together, they sleep together, they keep each other on track, they are nurtured together. Jesus is also talking to a flock, a group, together, because that's where they're healthiest. That's where lambs are healthiest. That's where we are healthiest. It's part of the message of, of in a different, different place in the gospel, of the lost sheep, right? Is keeping us together. That's where it's healthy. So eat with, eat with those who are claimed by Christ at the table. Worship with those who are claimed by Christ. Feed with those who are claimed by Christ. Keep those warm with those who are claimed by Christ. And experience the Jesus that calls us. Back to Corbin. I would have brought him today if I thought I could count on him to behave, but he's a little unpredictable right now. Um, he's also a shepherd, right? Australian shepherd. That's the other part of Australian shepherd. And he cannot help but shepherd. Drives the cat nuts. She has no interest in being shepherded. But he can't help it. it is, it's who he is. As, as sheep claimed by Jesus... It's who we are. We can't help it. Stop fighting it. Go ahead. Let's see what you hear. Let us confess together. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Spirit. 
set free from the captivity to sin and death, we pray to the God of resurrection for the church, people in need, and all of creation. Gentle shepherd, enable your church to respond to the voice of Jesus. Give us unfailing trust, unafraid to join in Jesus' work of renewing all things. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Feed your people at the table of creation. Prepare a safe place for those whose environments are dangerous or unhealthy, especially refugees and others making difficult journeys. Prosper your creation for the sake of every living thing. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Warm the hearts of all who celebrate and all who mourn on Mother's Day. Accompany those yearning to be mothers. Help us to heal from broken family relationships and open us to receive your nurturing love from all who serve mothering roles in our lives. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Seek out those who weep while they wait healing or consolation, especially those living with long COVID. Set people in their path who can provide the care they need and wipe away every tear from their eyes. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Inspire the words of prophets and saints who employ innovative imagery to stretch our understanding. Send Christ to instruct us with motherly care. God, in your mercy, equip those called to public ministry in the ELCA, presiding Bishop Elizabeth Eaton, Alaska Synod Bishop Shelley Wickstrom, Bishop Tessa Moon Lyseth of our sister synod, the Alaska Southeast Cluster, Pastor Karen Perkins, and Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church, Juno. Grant wisdom to inform all ministries. God, in your mercy, for what else do the people of God pray? For those with addictions. We pray for those who, who miss family, especially the missing and murdered indigenous people, those who don't know where their loved ones are, or those who have been taken away from their loved ones not allowed to see them grow. Few things, are uns few things are certain in this life, but there is one certainty. We all have a mother. Enfold us in the great multitude of saints from every nation, from all the tribes and peoples and languages. Wash us in your saving grace every day, guiding us to your waters of life. God, in your mercy, in your mercy, O God, respond to these prayers and renew us by your life-giving spirit through Christ Jesus, our Savior. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, 
or to the RLC Food Pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. God, the author of life, Christ, the cornerstone, and the life-giving spirit of adoption, bless you now and forever. Amen. Let us sing. Thank you.
This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.